This is the One Verse Podcast, where we liberate scripture from religion one verse at a time. Welcome to the very first episode of the One Verse Podcast. I'm your host, Jeremy Myers. Hey, so today we're going to just introduce the One Verse Podcast to you, explain to you what we're going to be doing on this podcast in the future, kind of give the grand plan, and of course explain that as always with pretty much everything I do, the grand plan will likely change in the future. So uh, today, we're just going to introduce this. Uh, I want to also introduce you to my sponsor. We're sponsored, the One Verse Podcast is sponsored by Logos Bible Software. Uh, I use it for pretty much all of my study. I have the silver package. I highly recommend uh, some sort of package. Look, even if uh, you just sort of get the base package, uh, they, they offer free resources every month. In fact, today I just logged on, not, not 10 minutes ago, and saw that the free offer for this month is a commentary on the book of Acts. And so I logged in and downloaded it for free, and and, uh, it looks like a pretty high-quality commentary on the book of Acts. Also, as we go through uh, Scripture, I will be often mentioning maybe some journals or commentary references that I've been using. And one of the things I highly value about my Logos Bible software package, in fact, I got a little add-on feature called this Master Journal Library or something like that, it's thousands of journals, theological, scholarly journals. And, of course, uh, the journal library includes, uh, you know, top-of-the-line, cutting-edge, the newest research uh, that is being put out by scholars around the world today. So uh, that's all available. It's, uh, and you can search it, uh, you know, in an instant. Search all this stuff for uh, Bible references and theological concepts and terms and all sorts of things. So I highly recommend uh, Logos Bible Software. If you wanted to buy a package or a book or something from them, uh, I have a link in the show notes for that. You can go to logos.com, J Myers as well. And uh, you put in the coupon code J Myers 6, J-M-Y-E-R-S-6, and that's going to give you 15% off your order. All right. Uh, so that's Logos Bible Software. I highly recommend them. So let's introduce you to what I sort of want to do in this podcast, why I've started it, what you can expect by listening to it. I don't know about you, but I like to listen to podcasts while I commute to work. And maybe you like to listen to podcasts while you work out or vacuum the house or uh, who knows what, maybe as you fall off to sleep at night uh, in bed. Uh, but I'm always surprised at how much, as I listen to podcasts, I listen to a lot of sermon podcasts, and I'll get into some of that later on who I listen to and why. Not today, probably, but you'll, you'll pick some of that up in future podcasts. But I'm always surprised at how much fluff these sermons contain. Uh, you know, nothing against these preachers or pastors. In fact, I listen to some of my own podcasts, and they're exactly the same way. Uh, I get to the end of a 40-minute sermon, and I think, all of that could have been said in five minutes. 
thankfully, I use an iPod. I don't know if you guys, what you use for your podcasting listening, but I use an iPod. It's one of the like second or third generation, one of those older ones. But um, it has this, this, this amazing little 2X button on it. And so as I'm driving along is on my way to work, I have about a 25-minute commute to work. And I can listen to a 45 or 50-minute sermon in 20 to 25 minutes by using that little 2X button. It plays the sermon along at double speed, and I love it because I can still understand what the pastor's saying, and I can get the 40-minute sermon in half the amount of time. It's awesome. But you know, even as I listen to sermons that way uh, at, at double speed, I often feel like I still have to wade through a lot of fluff. I'll use that that slider feature on on the iPod to kind of get through all the introductory comments and past the illustrations and past the jokes, and just so I can get to the meat of the sermon. You know, when I listen to sermons uh, on my iPod, I just want to know what the text says, what the text means, or at least what that pastor, what that author, what that speaker uh, is saying that the text says, is their understanding of the text. And so I always learn something from these sermons. I mean, pretty much every podcast I ever listen to, I learn something from them. Uh, but I'm glad that uh, I have been able to listen to these 40-minute sermons in 20 minutes, and I wish that I could listen to the 40-minute sermon or get the meat of that 40-minute sermon in 5 or 10 minutes. That would be even better. So that's how I got the idea for this podcast. I love verse-by-verse expository teaching. And I love it when the teachers just get to the point of the verse and explain it in ways that I can understand, and then move on. So I decided to create a podcast that did exactly that. Now, initially, this podcast has been in the works, sort of percolating in my mind for a couple of months now, and initially what I wanted to do was do one verse per podcast episode. And I wanted the episodes to be limited to five minutes or less. One verse One episode, five minutes. It was going to be down and dirty, quick and easy, no fluff, no stories, no illustrations, no jokes. Now, you know, I know, I know, I know, uh, there's lots of people out there who like stories and like jokes and illustrations. If you're one of those people, then, you know, you'll probably still get something from this podcast, uh, but... um, you know, you're going to get the meat. You're going to get the, the down and dirty. It's going to be quick, and, and you won't get bored, hopefully, because the podcast will be so short. Uh, they'll be just the facts, ma'am, and, uh, you know, that, that's what I'll be providing. And you might say, though, but Jeremy, uh, people learn through stories. Don't you know that? That's why Jesus told stories. Yeah, uh, people do learn through stories, but uh, in my opinion, not the way most people think. Um, and besides that, you know what, there's a difference between learning through stories and then sprinkling your sermon with stories and illustrations. Uh, adding illustrations to a 40-minute sermon I don't think is exactly what Jesus did, and it's not what Jesus had in mind, so we can't really use him as an example. You know what, I could get way off on this topic about using stories. What I'm going to do is just, I wrote an article about this a little bit ago, and I'll include a link to it in the show notes. You can go sort of read my thoughts on the use of stories in sermons and how people learn from stories and how we can use stories to learn as well, but uh, maybe not by sprinkling stories and illustrations in our in our teachings. Um, you know, they're okay, but uh, I, I tend not to use them myself, and I'm not going to include them, do my best not to include them, in this one-verse podcast. 
So anyway, I, I started. I decided to start this one verse podcast, and then I was going to take out all stories and illustrations, and I wanted to work through books of the Bible one verse at a time, devoting each episode to one verse of Scripture in five minutes or less. But then I started, as these things go, I started to plan my podcast and prepare a couple of episodes. And of course, I did the smartest thing of all, and I talked to my wife about my idea. She confirmed that what I had set out to do would be impossible. It would never work realistically. And here's why. First, uh, many verses don't require five minutes of explanation, let alone five seconds. For example, there's a number of verses in the Pentateuch. I'm planning on beginning with the book of Genesis, by the way. Uh, But I was sort of flipping through Exodus and Deuteronomy and some of these, and there's a number of verses in the Pentateuch which say this. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying... All right, now that's the entire verse, and it's, it's, it's that's, that one verse is repeated over and over and over in various places throughout the Pentateuch. Now, the very first time I encountered that verse, I maybe, maybe could talk about it for five minutes. Uh, but after that, it would be pretty much saying the same thing I said in the first time, and so it would get really boring for you and for me. And then there's the genealogical verses. What could I possibly say, for example, about Genesis 10.27? Do you think I could talk for five minutes about this? Here's what it says. Genesis 10.27. Hedorim Uzal Dikla. <laughs> yeah, that's the verse. Hedorim Uzal Dikla. He's listening, listing three names, listing three names there. I can't talk about that for five minutes. Uh, and even if I could, you would be bored out of your mind. Or take Numbers 33, 13. They departed from Alush and camped at Dafka. Yeah, I'm not talking about five minutes, for about that verse for five minutes either. And then there's uh, verses in the Bible, which I'm not sure I want to talk about at all. Uh, take Ezekiel 23:20 20 as an example. I'm going to let you look up that verse on your own. I'm not going to read it here. Let's just say I don't want to explain the verse. When I read it, it makes me feel uh, icky. Uh, We'll leave it at that. Okay, so uh, the bottom line is some verses simply don't require five minutes minutes of explanation. Uh, Then, of course, there are the verses that require much more than five minutes of explanation. Certain verses from, say, the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew 5, 6, and 7, or from Paul's epistles. Uh, they are, some of these verses are so concentrated, so packed, packed so much, of, so much information and insight, uh, that when I was a pastor, uh, some of these verses I preached for 40, 50, uh, there was a couple sermons I went over an hour on, on only half a verse. Uh, now, as I said before, I think that I packed those sermons with a lot of fluff and un- unnecessary information, But um, even if I were to take those sermons and edit down all that fluff and just get to the point and say what I needed to say, I really, really doubt that I would be able to explain those verses in less than, say, 15 or 20 minutes. There's just so much in there that requires explanation. So that's another problem. What What would I do when I get to these verses that require so much more explanation than five minutes? But then there's another problem. Now, initially, when I started doing this, planning this podcast, I wanted to do three episodes per week. 
that's pretty aggressive. I, I, I don't really think that I'm going to be able to uh, do that schedule. Maybe I will when I start off, but uh, I'm not sure I can maintain that pace. Anyway, though, I did some math one day and realized that since there are over 31,000 verses in the Bible, okay, if I did three episodes per week, or just about, that's uh, 156 episodes per year, it would take me 199 years to complete the entire Bible. (laughs) Uh, I don't have that much time, and I don't think you do either. So, what am I going to do about this? Well, uh, several things. First, well, I am going to focus on teaching through Scripture one verse at a time. Uh, One verse is the title of my podcast, after all. And while most podcasts will focus on only one verse— I'm not going to be tied down to that. Uh, Sometimes I may focus on two or three verses, maybe a whole chapter. Maybe if I'm getting really radical, I might summarize an entire book in one episode. Who knows? Uh, The general approach, though, will be one verse per episode. Uh, Second, I'm not going to limit myself to five minutes. While uh, five-minute episodes, uh, it's sort of my target. Look, this, (laughs) this episode here is already what, over 10 minutes, 12 minutes, almost 15 minutes now. I'm seeing already that uh, five-minute episodes is going to be pretty much impossible. So I imagine that most of my episodes will be in the 10 to 20-minute range. Um, Most of them will maybe be closer to 15 minutes. That's sort of my goal is a 15-minute episode. Five minutes is, uh, yeah, going to be impossible for me to do, even if I pare down, edit down, and uh, keep my comments to a minimum. Uh, third thing I'm going to be changing around, uh, about my original plan is I don't think I'm going to be able to maintain that schedule episode, that, that episode schedule of uh, three episodes per week, and uh, maybe not even two per week. And so I do want to make progress moving through the Bible. So I, I don't think I will be able to do full books of the Bible at once before moving on to another book. I mean, here's what I mean. T- take Genesis. I'm going to begin with the book of Genesis. We're going to start in the next episode. Uh, this is the first episode. This one's just an introduction. The, the next episode will be the first official episode. I'm going to start with Genesis 1.1. There are 1,533 verses in Genesis. Let's say I average three verses per episode and was able to do two episodes per week. Even at that pace, it would take me five years to get through Genesis. Now, is that what you want? It's not what I want. I would like to be able to move around a little bit quicker than that. So what I'm going to do is take the Bible in segments. Since Genesis 1, chapters 1 through 11, is sort of the introduction to Genesis and also the introduction to the entire Bible, it's a segment. So I will probably complete that. We'll do the first 11 chapters of Genesis. And then when I complete that, rather than move on to Genesis chapter 12, even though there's super important information in Genesis chapter 12, I will probably move on to something else in the Bible, maybe something in the New Testament. And then, uh, but I won't, you know, depending on the length of the book, maybe I will do the whole book, maybe I won't. Maybe I will do, you know, opening chapters to Luke or Matthew or something. And then once I'm done with that, I might come back and pick up with Genesis chapter 12, but I also might not. Again, uh, most of this is subject to change. Uh, This is sort of my plan. I just want to introduce you to what I'm trying to do. These are not promises, okay? So all of this could change in time, and that's sort of my general uh, uh, plan of attack right now. 
Now, uh, before I close this out, just a few quick words about my theological approach to the biblical text. I have basically four things I'm going to be focusing on in this podcast, in the One Verse podcast, and they are listed in the show notes for you, but let me just say a few comments about them as well. First, uh, I want to focus on the historical cultural background of Scripture. I'm a firm believer in trying to understand the historical and cultural background of the scriptural verses, and this helps us understand what the text meant to the original audience and what the original author was trying to say when he wrote it. And I think if we can understand that, then it will help us understand the Bible as well. In the past, I've, my slogan for my blog uh, has been bringing scripture and theology to life, and it sort of has a dual meaning. Uh, I want to present the biblical and cultural background because then it sort of helps us enter into the life. It sort of makes the Bible like a pop-up book. We can enter into it and see the Scripture in a whole new way. But also, when we, when we understand the historical and cultural background of the text, it helps us see how it applies, how it impacts our life today. And so that's why the historical cultural background of Scripture is so important, and that's what, one of the things I will be focusing on as I explain these verses. And uh, doing that is sort of leads into my second point. One of the primary historical cultural keys we need to understand when we come to Scripture is that Scripture is a grand narrative. It really is a story. I, I talked a little bit earlier about stories, but uh, Scripture really is. It's a big, grand story, and it's sort of why I'm beginning with Genesis, to introduce this story to you, introduce the story in maybe a way you've never heard before. Now, one of the things this means for us is that many of the podcasts from verses in the Old Testament might do little more than uh, raise questions and issues. I, I'm not planning on giving you all the answers at the beginning, because that's not how stories work. Stories raise questions. They, they raise issues. They, 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 they create interest in your mind and intrigue and suspense. And if you ruin all that suspense and intrigue at the very beginning, you don't have much of a story. You just ruined your story is all. So uh, that's, that's one of the things I'm going to do, is just kind of bring out the story elements and try to raise some of that suspense, those questions, those issues that we see in the early chapters of the Bible. And that leads to the third way I approach Scripture. I have what I call a crucivision lens for Scripture, crucivision way of reading Scripture. And what this means is that I all questions and issues and interpretations and approaches to these verses that I'll be discussing in Scripture ultimately and finally find their solution in Jesus Christ. Not just in Jesus Christ, but in Jesus Christ crucified. That's why I call it the crucivision lens. Some scholars refer to this as the Christological, Christotelic, or even the cruciform lens of reading Scripture. I prefer crucivision, because it is through a vision of the crucified Christ that all the puzzle pieces of Scripture fall into places. As, as Paul himself said, uh, it's about Jesus Christ and him crucified. That's what he focused on. That's what I want to focus on as well. So um, that's the third thing I will be focusing on, is just interpreting Scripture through a crucifixion lens. And this leads to the fourth and final thing that uh, I will be focusing on in Scripture. It's sort of the theme of my blog at redeeminggod.com as well. And when we read Scripture through a crucifixion lens, we discover that one of the primary reasons God gave us the Bible is to liberate us, rescue us from religion. 
a lot of Christians, uh, we get this idea, and maybe you have this idea, that Jesus came to rescue us from sin. And that's true to a degree. A lot of us are enslaved, addicted, in bondage to sin. But when we study Scripture, I'm becoming more and more convinced that, that as, my, as concerned as God is about sin, the big issue with God is religion. I'm, I'm convinced that religion does more to enslave, dominate, and subjugate us to death and deception than sin ever has. So I will try to bring some of that out. You know, maybe you think, well, I'm not religious, so this podcast isn't for me. Well, look, you know, that, that phrase, I'm not religious, I think is, again, one of the biggest lies sometimes we've taken. I don't know if you've seen the movie The Matrix, but I sometimes think that as soon as we begin to read Scripture through this crucifixion lens, it's like taking that red pill, and you wake from a dream, and you begin to see how deep the rabbit hole goes. So as I go through these verses, I'm going to show you how religion has sometimes used these verses to subjugate us and enslave us, and then how what God is saying in these verses to liberate us and free us so that we can live life for the freedom, in the freedom for which we have been set free. Okay? So that's sort of an introduction to the One Verse podcast. Uh, whether I cover one verse or a hundred in five minutes or fifty, I want, to see you have, I want you to see how Scripture liberates you from the shackles of religion so that you can truly live free in Jesus Christ. And of course, that's the slogan for the, the One Verse podcast. It's what the, this episode began with. It's liberating Scripture from religion, one verse at a time. So, are you ready? Yeah, me too. Let's dive in. I'm going to see you in the next episode. Begin when we begin at, uh, to look at Genesis one one. By the way, I should say, if you'd like to leave a comment on this episode or check out the show notes, some of the things I mentioned in this episode, you can do that by going to redeeminggod.com and forward slash. One verse intro. That's one dash verse dash intro. That's where you can leave a comment, leave a suggestion about this uh, podcast, and see some of the things I mentioned, links uh, that I mentioned in, the, in, in this podcast. Also, you know what? This is a brand new podcast over at iTunes. I would really appreciate it if you could go leave a rating and review at iTunes. There'll be a link for that in the show notes as well. If you leave those ratings and reviews, it really kind of boosts me in iTunes so that other people can find this podcast as well. And that's where you can see some of my other shows and download them, so that way you can get a better idea of what this podcast is about before you leave a rating and review if you'd like. Anyway, thank you for listening, and looking forward to uh, seeing you in the next episode when we begin to look at Genesis 1-1.